Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. Today, I'm talking with Dr. Tiffany M. Smith, an integrative and functional psychiatric nurse practitioner. Dr. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. I'd love if you can share a quick introduction with our listeners today. Yes, I'm Dr. Tiffany M. Smith. My company is called Aroma Functional Nutrition Psychiatry. I'm out of Las Vegas, Nevada. I service Nevada and Arizona. And the reason why I have such a unique name is because it's the modalities that I used when I was helping my husband, combat veteran husband, uh, go through and manage his depression, anxiety, um, and sleep issues, uh, as well as chronic pain, when he said no more healthcare, no more Western healthcare. And so I had to find natural um, modalities to work with him. And so that brings me to a holistic lifestyle approach to mental health care and root cause treatment. I love that. So you must be very busy these days. <laughs> there's yes, <laughs> to say the least, there's never yeah. a shortage for stress. Right. Super <laughs> important. To, I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of mental health support and, and therapy and 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 interventions and and, and supporting the the stressors and the things we all go through. So thank you for the work you do because I think it's super important. And I think that it's it will help those that, that are going through challenges because um, it seems like every day now there's new things for us to, to and overcome. And it gets harder and harder and harder to swallow. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So on this podcast, we're talking unlimited horizons and, and kind of the reaching new levels of success. And so when we set this up, one of the questions we asked to talk about is a tip you can offer our listeners and you shared, be kind, be kind to yourself as you strive to reach new levels of success and be kind to others and uplift lovingly, realizing that we do not know all of the challenges one may be facing behind the scenes. I'd love if you could kind of expand on that a little bit. Yes, um, be kind is important because we are all stressed. We are all dealing with our stuff. And when you come into a community, sometimes um, you could leverage it incorrectly um, and you could project on other people. And so you have to consciously go into places knowingly and lovingly. because otherwise that stress sometimes can overtake you and you bring that with you when you go places. And so we really have to be kind. If we start to be kind and we start to love and we start to support each other and realize the strength in community, we'll get so much, we'll be so much better and we can go so much farther and and accomplish more together and everybody would benefit versus maybe just being selfish, trying to do it yourself, um, trying to be that superwoman, but really just let's all help each other because there's things I know, there's things you know. Um, I can push you or catch something before you go off to the left and help you get back centered and you I. So being kind is listening to each other, um, talking to each, talking not at each other, but with each other, um, being present in the moment. 
um, being open to learn and grow and, and love, just enjoy life. I love that. I was going to ask you for some sp specific examples and you, and you just like <laughs> dove right into the ways like because I think that that when we say be kind to ourselves right be kind to ourselves be kind to others and I think we talk as women like women we we tend to pile on our plates right whether we mean to right. or not there's a lot that that we have responsibility for and so I want to talk a little bit about being kind to ourselves because it's super important the idea of self-care and giving yourself some leeway um what, how do you, how do you define being kind to yourself and what are some, some, some examples people can put into action to show themselves kind of how to do it? You know, I think one thing that's been very significant in terms of being kind to self, knowing what, being able to identify that, I think it's hard for us to identify that as the individual. So you may say, well, I, I drank my favorite tea. A drink today. So I'm being kind to myself, but it's so much more. And I think that that's where community comes in because they can say, oh, that's great, but you love to walk in the park. And that really bring, helps you feel grounded. Did you do that today? And a community member can call you out on that and push you further to taking care of yourself. So one thing is having an accountability buddy, being close to those that actually know and love you so that they can call you out and help you help yourself. Because um, we only, because we live in that, that box and all in with the long to-do list and we try. But again, being together, we can do more. So the first thing is you want to embrace the people that are around you that love you and support you. Um, you want to keep positivity, um, love, affirmate, positive affirmations around you. So when I speak of lifestyle, I'm talking about whatever you see, wherever you go, whatever you do, there's something there that uplifts you. So because I work in telehealth, and I've worked in telehealth before COVID. And what I love about telehealth is I get to see my clients' environments. And a lot of times you will find um, environments that are bland, that are depressing, that are not motivating. And I'm like, you know, like for example, I may say, oh, that's a lot of gray. And there's no pop of color, there's no anything. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is pink. Well, let's sprinkle some pink pillows. Uh, let's have some pink oven mitts. Um, what else brings you joy? So ask yourself, what brings me joy? What makes me happy? Um, whether it's things and whether it's activities, just a really open-ended question. And then look at how much that is in your life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then turn it up. Turn up everything that brings you joy and bring you happiness. That would be my number one suggestion. I love that. I'm about to go shopping for some pink cushions for my for my very gray, <laughs> bland office space here. So, <laughs> um, right. and yeah, and I think that that you're right. But I love the idea of identify the things that light you up and bring you joy, and and fill yourself with them. Right. Surround yes. yourself with as much of that because because we get so much great support and just, just that feeling of being in a place that feels happy right. can make hey. a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, so now on the being kind to others, because as women, I think we often take responsibility for 
how the others feel or the the being kind to others. So how do we how do we practice that in purpose? How is it is it always walking in with a smile, always being kind, always being loving and supportive? Or what does it look like to to be kind to others all the time? Okay. So of course the first thing is to be kind to yourself because you're not able to come in lovingly if you're not loving yourself. Um, and that is making sure that you're rested, that you are filled, you know, and so then you have to be mindful when you are going into places where others are, you are mindful of what you're bringing. Um, you're trying to clear yourself of anything negative so that you're not projecting onto people because we carry a lot within us. Our mind in the back is still going, I got to pick up some groceries. I got to go get some gas. I got to, you know, and you're not present in the moment or that really made me upset. And then when you speak to someone, they look at you the wrong way. And now you're projecting, but maybe something was in their eye, you know? And that's where I'm saying you gotta come in and be kind. So we're not bringing in any um, preconceived thoughts, any emotions from anyone else. And sometimes we need to feel what we're not getting outside in the world. And we may bring that into a community. Maybe I feel like a loser, like I'm not in charge. I don't have control. So any opportunity to have control, you're going to take it. So maybe you'll dominate the conversation. Maybe you'll be very uh, dictator-like in certain situations. And so you have to realize I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling some kind of way. And so when you come into an environment, a community, that should be a safe place for you to say, you know what, this is how I'm feeling, you know? And the community should be open to say, I got you, let's talk and vice versa. So it's easy to carry things in. And so you can even identify this in your intimate relationships, how you can get into an argument or a little tiff because you've just brought something with you from work home. And that's where we wanna be mindful and say, they didn't do it, you know, <laughs> it's not them. And, and just bring that love, bring what you want from this next thing that you're doing, bring that forward. Oh, I'm gonna go see my girlfriends. I know I'm tired, I had a horrible day, but I love them, they bring me joy. I'm not bringing that negative energy into them. I'm a share. And I'm going to be open and enjoy the experience. Um, so what if you're going into a community, an area, and it's, and it's not safe? You know, it's not the best place to be. That's where you have to garner your strength and just focus on what you want to achieve in that interaction. And only that thing and let it be and walk away. Um, and that's where you have things that remind you of joy <laughs> to help you get through. <laughs> you could have something on your keychain or your coffee mug, um, in your hair, um, have your favorite pra fragrance on that, that helps you power through when the times get tough. That's great. A great insight into the self-care and the, the how how we're feeling can, can project into future conversations. And we have to be really mindful of what we're projecting onto somebody else who maybe is just there, not like they weren't part of that feeling, but they're, they're the end result of where your energy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I love talking to women who have, who have accomplished really great things about 
the, the path you took to get there. Because I think that there's so much that we can pass on to other people who are faced with launching a business or, or changing fields or like there's, I mean, there's, it's so hard to think about change. It's so hard to think about career growth, but we can, we can paint this picture of optimism and and help people get there based on our own stories. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So I want to talk a little bit about challenges that you have faced in your professional journey and how did how did you overcome those challenges? Um, so if you can kind of walk us through like how you ended up where you're at now with your practice and, yeah. and then what were the challenges along the way? Um, we don't have enough time <laughs> in, this, in this podcast um, because I one of the biggest things for me was finding my voice, trying to figure out what is it I am bringing forward. Um, as I learned about lifestyle medicine, functional medicine, integrative um, medicine, It wasn't specific to psychiatry. And so it was sounding, I sounded very general. And so I did find more psychiatry focused integrative and functional um, education. And so in all of this education, what is it that I'm saying? Who am I? And so I ended up working with a a strategic coach that really uh, questioned me and pushed me and helped me to find what was important to me, what was important that I was saying, um, and to help that get across. And so um, uh, coaches, people to listen to you and hear you and tell you what you're saying. So I say a lot of stuff, but I don't hear everything that I say. And so my husband brings that to my attention. You solved the problem. <laughs> you just said it, you know, and have to rewind the tape and go back. So that was a huge thing. And it was a long process. It took time. It's like soul searching. It's a journey trying to get that word out. So the more I talk, the more I speak, the more it became more narrow and I'm getting that word. And it's still in progress, but I'm more specific than I was a year ago. So that was a huge challenge. Um, Also, you know, you got to switch from student to expert. You know, there's a switch. You're not always going to be that. You're you're always learning. But I'm talking about, let me go take that test, you know, and I'm waiting to become. And it's about knowing when you have become. And then you're building on becoming, you know, and being in other words. And so that was an issue, flipping the mindset. And I guess the other way to say this is knowing that you're enough 
at what point do you stop saying I'm gonna be and you say I am? And so that took time too. <laughs> so that, um, that I, so I, I wanna pause there for a moment because I think you touched on something that a lot of, a lot of women talk about and I'm gonna circle into imposter syndrome as part of that because I think sometimes we get in our heads of I'm not there yet I don't know it all I'm not the expert why why does anyone want to hear what I have to say and we have to get better about owning that transition of like I'm I'm a big fan of lifelong development I will never stop investing in my education and building new skills but there are many areas where I am now an expert I'm still I'm still learning new skills where I'm an expert because I want to stand out and be the top of that industry, but making that, that conscious switch of I'm putting myself out there. Now I am the expert. People can trust me. People like, I know what I'm doing. And that's so many people get stuck on that, that moment. So for you, was it like, was there a pivotal moment where you feel like that happened or did it happen over time? Um, I'm going to say it, it was my clients, my clients telling me what they benefited from me. And, and even as I entered into this profession, um, you, you got, you know, I got to fill out this template. I do my assessment this way. You know, you got all that format. And the one thing I had to say to myself is I have to be genuine and authentic. If I'm coming in and I'm bringing this script this template, I'm going to miss the person. So I have to say I am enough. I take a deep breath and I'm listening. I am, um, and most women are, but I'm very intuitive and I have to listen to my gut because my job is connecting with people and helping them get to where they want to be, to where their goals are and identifying where the bottlenecks are. And if I'm not listening and if I'm not in tune with you and channeling into your energy, I'm going to miss it. So there are a lot of times where a situation may come and I I don't feel competent. I remember uh, the first time I had a woman that her son just got shot. I'm like, what am I going to do with that? You know, I can't change that. It is what it is. You know, I said, and that, and I think that was probably the pivotal moment when I said, I just have to be my authentic self and I have to be there. And however it is, I'm supposed to support her. It will come to me and I'll be there to help her. And so you get all of these different situations. Like what if I had a mom in Texas, you know, oh my gosh, you know, so I have to bring my authentic self. And if we cry together, we cry together. But it's it's about that, again, human connection um, and being there. So the number one thing I'm saying is be your authentic and genuine self because you're doing what you're doing for a reason. You are there for a reason. You have the knowledge. And if you don't, remember, these are other human beings that are teaching you what you know. We have innateness, you know? So let's relax, take a deep breath and be, and just be, be who we are, embrace our beauty and present that. It'll be receptive. And if you don't know, you say, let me think about that and get back to you. Sometimes I have to say, nothing's coming to me right now. Let me ponder that and get back to you. And that is okay. 
that is such a refreshing perspective on, on how to get out of that place of uncertainty and overwhelm with maybe I don't know all the answers, but you can't, you can't not take the leap because you don't, you're, you're never going to know all the right. answers. <laughs> right. And I think, I think it's okay to say, I don't have the answer right now, but I'll look into that and get back to you. I, right. I think it's okay to own when you, when you don't feel like you really have the answer. Um, but I think you're right that your genuine and authentic self is what people need. It's what people, that's what they're there for. Right. And, and you can't, if you're not showing up as your genuine authentic self, you likely are not, you're not going to have long-term results because they're going to figure it out. You can't always <laughs> show up with this. This is who I am here. And this is who I am here. Um, so I, I think that's, that's really great. So thank you for sharing part of that story. Cause it's, again, I hear from women all the time who confidence and imposter syndrome is one of those things that keeps them from moving from the, I want to be to the, I am and getting people moved, like get teaching people how to funnel through that. Right. It's not, and it doesn't magically, (laughs) it doesn't magically just completely go away right? There's no, you'll still have, you said with your, your patient who she had lost her son, like you, you have that hesitation of what could I possibly do? But (laughs) she came to you for a reason and, and we'll support how we can. Correct. Um, I was going to say something else about that. (laughs) I can pause this part out. So that's okay. (laughs) Take a moment. Okay. I'm gonna just talk out loud. So, um, oh gosh, oh, it was another point I wanted to make. You don't know what to do. Um, always have an imposter system. Okay, thought process. So one of the things we have to do when those thoughts come is I teach my clients to stop, acknowledge the thought and redirect it. So my thought was, what am I gonna do with this? You know. How am I going to handle this situation? Oh my God, this is such a great loss. So I have to stop and I have to say, you know what? You got this. You know, this moment is divine. She is with you for a reason. Take a breath and know that you're enough and then move forward. So it's about controlling those thoughts so that they don't hold you back. They come, you know, they're there. You acknowledge them. And then you tell them to get the heck on because I got work to do and you keep moving forward. Love that. Thank you. I, that, that I think is really helpful, a helpful way to frame imposter syndrome for people and moving past it, not getting stuck in that thought. So thank you. Um, as we wrap up here, any other tips or words of wisdom or anything you want to share with our audience, our listeners? Yes, as you're going through this life, always remember your why. Just keep that in front of you because you do have challenges. You have thoughts. You have people and influences in your life that may hold you back. Um, But you also have blessings. You also have supportive people. Keep your why in front of you. Keep support and love around you. Um, Make sure that you're always getting a, a good hug, you know, in any kind of way you can that comforts you and helps keep you moving forward to your goal. The world needs you and they need what you have to offer. You're valuable and you're important. 
and we're here together in this. What a great way to wrap this up. Thank you so much. I loved this conversation. Um, I thank you for, for sharing your wisdom and your journey with us here. I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing this with our, our listeners. Great, great stuff. So thank you again, Dr. Tiffany, and thanks to all of our listeners. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.